Oh, yeah. It's a dirty Thursday, and the Bull Ring boys are back on Grand Fork's best source. Chad Hoff and myself, along with NOSA Outlaw Sprint Car Driver Jordan Adams and his dad Dave, all on the show today. It's going to be an awesome one, man. Show, by the way, brought to you by Executive Properties. You got up this morning and slipped and glided all out your driveway. Uh, you know what? Executive Properties does snow removal. They'll get that stuff taken care of for you. Uh, and not to mention, they do all types of commercial and residential work. They are incredible contractors. They do everything from bathrooms to kitchens to concrete to cabinets and trim. I think you get the picture. Executive Properties, first thing they're going to do is talk to you, find out how you want things done. And they're going to do it your way, and it's going to be your way and the right way. With over 30 years of experience, let Barry Romo and that crew take care of you. They have some great senior and referral discounts. You know, if money's tight, well, they're willing to work with any budget. And again, I mentioned they do snow removal. So for all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Or you can go to executiveproperties.org. Want to see some cool pictures, go to that website. Or check out the reviews on Facebook and Google, too. They're your one-stop company that can do it all, Executive Properties in Grand Forks. Well, if you want to get in on the show, uh, maybe you want to text, call, do whatever. Our phone number here at the studios of GFBS, 701-213-0863. Again, that number is 701-213-0863. Time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, here we go. Jokes my neighbor tells me, what are the four seasons called in North Dakota? What are the four seasons called in North Dakota? Well, almost winter, winter, still winter, and three months of bad snowmobiling. <laughs> All right. Anybody? Anybody? Chad? Chad, what do you think? I thought for sure he said he didn't have a joke for today, so I just I was just experiencing a whole lot of nothingness right there, but... Okay, now I'm going to get the camera off you. Dave Adams, <laughs> what do you think of that one? Uh, there's never a bad snowmobiling day. Uh, yeah, if there's snow. They yeah, still right. go on grass, man. They, <laughs> still, they still drag on let's, grass. Let's go drive in the snurt for a while. <laughs> the snurt. Done that. You know, I've actually been uh, to water races. Have you ever been to water races and snowmobiles? Right. Pretty cool. And uh, the reason I keep talking about snowmobiles is because... Uh, well, Dave Adams here, he's got quite the select or collection of uh, vintage sleds, and we're going to talk uh, with him later. But um, first thing, uh, welcome Jordan Adams, Dave Adams, and of course, Chad Hoff is back after a couple of weeks hiatus. Uh, good yeah. to have you back in the studio, my Glad friend. Glad to be back, buddy. Uh, first thing I want to know, Jordan, tell us a little bit about yourself there, friend. Uh, what do you want to know about me? Um, <laughs> let's see, you got, what color are your eyes? No. Um, let's go from birth. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's not too exciting. Yeah. But. How old are you? You're still a youngin. I'm 24. 24. Yeah. Uh, just bought your new house. Just moved to Grand Forks uh, in May. Yep. 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 Oh, congratulations, buddy. And uh, you do have a better half, I know. I do, yeah. Uh, I've been dating her for nine plus years. Holy so. dude. And yeah. then after seven, it's a, it's pretty much a marriage after that, dude. I'm just saying, I hope she's it's, not listening. But. <laughs> <laughs> just, I think right after seven, it's you're, you're done, man. It's in. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to give a shout out to Abby. Uh, she's yeah, a great girl. Great absolutely, girl. Yeah. Um, I want to know Jordan. Um, how did you get started racing? Uh, you know, we, uh, my dad and I, we went to the races every Friday, pretty much in Grand Forks. Uh, for a while, we actually went out of town, too, to, to follow NOSA. We went to Fargo a couple times, I think. Devil's Lake, too. Um, the opportunity presented itself. We were actually out for Mother's Day brunch. Um, 
We went to look at a garden tractor for my mom at uh, <laughs> for a Mother's Day present. Yep, nice. For, at uh, <laughs> the, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, at Sugar Shane Romlings. Uh, oh place. boy! So yeah. went and checked it out, and my mom was on this tractor riding around and test driving it, I guess. And Shane's like, you know, I got my race cars inside too, and they're they're for sale. So. Went in, checked those out. About two weeks later, we were bringing home uh, our first race car, and <laughs> mom still doesn't have that tractor to, to this date. But <laughs> didn't have enough money after buying the race car, right? <laughs> you yeah. only came in with so much of a budget, right? That's exactly. pretty much it after that. Yep, that's kind of a story in a nutshell how we we got rolling. So you did not start in go karts or a street stock or anything like that. You just decided to go racing, and you did it the big way. Yeah. Um, we did do some kitty cat 120 racing when mm-hmm. I was three or four, right. until about eight maybe. And then uh, push for go-karts. Mom said no. Dad said yes. Mom won there. And then uh, at 15 or 16, we bought the race car, and I guess mom lost that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, how much did you have to do with that uh, first sprint car? Awesome story, by the way. Uh, yeah, A lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it more... Him bugging you about the car, or maybe you bugging him about getting in a car? Um, I think I bought the car, and uh, Cindy was all in favor of it, too. So it was uh, you know, a mutual thing between the both of us. And, mm-hmm. uh, we threw him in it, and away we went. Now, I mean, you guys are busy. Uh, you farm. Oh, yeah. Uh, how many acres do you farm? Uh, 2,000. And uh, it was a good year this year. Very good. Uh, compared to the last couple of years. Right. And uh, I know the kid, Jordan, you went to uh, University of Minnesota, Crookston, got your degree in what? Agronomy. Agronomy. And uh, you're still out on the farm doing quite a bit of stuff. I am. Uh, And what we're going to be talking about later, now you're living in Grand Forks, probably going to be commuting a lot more back and forth to Reynolds. But um, now, Dave, you have got a little bit of a history, um, you know, behind the wheel of these sprint cars, too. Tell us about that. Uh, Yeah, I I, uh, good buddies with Mike Dahlmeyer and... uh, Back in the 80s, he bought a car, and uh, I sat in the stands and watched him for a year and decided I should get down there and get my hands dirty, and uh, just kind of, that's where it started, and helped him for many years, and uh, actually drove his car a couple times, and just uh, kept close to sprint car kind of all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike Dobmeyer, a great guy, great um, guy. and, and you, th- you know... I've always wanted to get in a sprint car. I've actually had a chance to hot lap once, uh, once or twice, but I don't dare because I'm afraid that something's going to happen and it's going to be my fault. But pretty trusting guy to let you drive it. How did you do in, in the few times you drove it? Uh, you know, just uh, I was kind of out there for points for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, just started last, finished last. And uh, <laughs> actually the one time I raced with Donnie Schatz, he was just starting at that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, did you beat him? No, no. No, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's get serious here. No matter what, it would still be cool to say you beat Donnie Schatz. 100%. You Just know, you didn't have to tell him, anybody he was only 11. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, i got to get my glasses back on here. Uh, and, and then, so the whole sprint car thing, I mean, it was it's always been embedded in your brain then. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so how old was Jordan at that time? Uh, at that time, he was... Uh... Well, it was in 96. He maybe wasn't even born yet. Okay, okay. So uh, th- that was going to be my next question. You were probably going, please be a boy. Please be a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could keep doing this sprint car thing. 
Uh, by the way, um, go 28 from William up in Canada. Uh, we get a lot of Canadians watching the show. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kathy Thompson's watching. John, Heather. Kathy Thompson says, time to give her a ring, Jordy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to add that. Uh, Brandon I, Corbett watching. I got to add that stuff. That's kind of funny. Yep. Yep. And uh, for some reason, I got a feeling we're going to get more of those texts, too, Jordan. Um, so fast forward, Dave, uh, the first year in the sprint car. I don't know how much, how good a shape was the car in when you bought it. Was it race ready? Did you have to do a lot of things to it or just basically buckle the kid up and go? It was race ready. Yep. Buckle him in and go. Uh-huh. Yep. And, That's uh, awesome. That was awesome, yes. And it was a rolling car, so yes. was it straight? It was uh, brand new, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I tell you what, that guy, you talk about busy guys. He's got his hands into a lot of stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Jordan, your first time out in the sprint car, in the traffic, how did it go? So actually, we uh, we went down to Fargo my first time. I think we went down on a Thursday night, and that's when Donnie and Danny were running the the track down there. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we rented the track from them and went down, and you know it was all completely new to me. I didn't even know how to buckle myself in. So here I'm sitting there, and Donnie Shots is clicking all my seatbelts together, and I'm like, "What in the world is going on?" <laughs> Like, how do I even start this thing? So so how many pairs of underwear did you have at that time? Uh, I learned that day that you're always supposed to bring an extra pair. So, <laughs> uh, so, so you actually got a little track time by yourself first. I did, yeah. That's good news, yeah. yeah a lot was, of people don't get that opportunity. Yeah. Right. I think we were there for about four hours or so. Oh. and Yeah. So you got quite a few laps in. Right, yeah. Um, it was really cool, um, you know, learning from... Donnie shots just a starting basic you can never go wrong there and right his dad Danny he was standing on the track while I was going and kind of pointing where he wanted me to run and pretty cool story there. but it's amazing you see how how much they were just trying to help the new guy you know and they that that's just them trying to get the sport still evolving till this day they do that thing I mean so that's pretty cool to have that in your back pocket to see that right that's yeah. really neat good for that's awesome memory to have too by far absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know that and they they give Donnie such a bad rap but he's been anything but nice to me so. right you know Perfect. Donnie and I we had a little bit of a history there where we didn't get along very good but um I, I think I outgrew that and I think he did yeah. too and we're actually starting to talk now and uh next year this dirty Thursday show and we're gonna have to come up with a new name because we're probably going to be doing it on Fridays. Fridays. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and uh, we're hoping to get Donnie on the show next year. That That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so then go to your first race. Now you're in traffic. Now you got to, you know, do race car etiquette and driver etiquette and figure out how everything goes. How did those first couple of nights go when you were racing? So I really remember my first Friday at the Bullring. Um, that was really intimidating being there. <laughs> Uh, hug the bottom of the track and, you know, just try to make laps and stay out of the leader's way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I bet it only took three, maybe two or three laps for them to catch the catch mm-hmm. me, I guess, in mm-hmm. the back. But um, there's those first few nights were just to get the laps and stay clean, keep the car clean, and um, every lap you're learning something. So You know, I remember when Donnie Schatz first started, uh, did the same thing here at the bull ring. You'd see him down at that bottom of the track, and yeah. uh, it takes a while. How many races, how many years, how many seasons did it take for you to feel comfortable where you knew you could go, you know, mix it up with these guys? Oh, man. Um, maybe, you know, third year, third, mm-hmm. fourth year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was getting a lot of pressure from my dad and, and my crew chief at the time, <laughs> Ethan Thompson, to get up to the cushion. And that's, uh, I don't even know if I'm comfortable up there yet. That's a scary place to be up on the top. But, yeah. you know, it's the fast way around Grand Forks most nights. So, um, you know, our third year, I think we made some pretty, pretty good strides. So and you- the hardest part about that is trying to not get in your own head. You know what I mean? When you, when you got guys pushing you like your dad, you go up to the top, ride the cushion, get that, you know, get that right rear in there. And then you're thinking, oh, shit, here I go, you know, here it goes. Turn that some bitch sideways. And, oh, yeah. And, and, but I think once you get it down, you saw it this year, man. You looked awesome up there. There's times where greatly, even even when the bottom was fast, when you found some moisture in the bottom, it was nice to have that, too. And that 28 was moving this year, dude. Seriously, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a different year. Um, I think I ran the bottom more nights than I did the top, which is right. not typical Grand Forks. But, you know, that's just where I, I was most comfortable. But, um yeah, it was a different year. 2020, <laughs> I guess, is the, the term. <laughs> I'm ready for it to be over, but yeah. yeah, for racing-wise, it was pretty decent for us here, that's for sure. Uh, you talk about the top. Um, you know, they did some reconfiguring of the track before this year, and, and it seems like coming out of turn four, bit a few people. Do you have any issues up there at the beginning of the year? I mean, that track got watered down a lot in turn four there for a while yeah. with those water with the uh, water barrels. I don't think I had any uh, issues with turn Oh. Maybe I had one one night I went over the top and met the water barrels, but they greeted me nicely. So. Oh, that's good. Um, Chad's back. Woo-hoo. Amanda Joe. Hey! Uh, John, welcome back, Chad. Great to see Jordan and Dave on the show. Well, it's like I quit or something. Jerry, Andy, all watching. They thought I left for real. Yeah, uh, they care more about you than me, it's obvious. Uh, Amanda Joe, the 28 team, has become a great team to mentor new drivers. Uh, Randy's watching. Heather? Uh, best thing to do is rent a track when you first start racing. It's amazing how much they learn in a couple hours. Uh, Jamie, Ben, Sen Bolum, they're all watching. All Thanks watching. for watching. Um, I'm going to change the subject here for just a minute uh, because we are getting to that time of the season. Uh, you mentioned you started racing snowmobiles when you were a kid. Uh, Dave, did you ever race snowmobiles because you are a sledhead? Uh, I just drag raced some. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, that's how I got my start. Uh, dirt track, oval, snowmobile, and motorcycle racing. Uh, not dirt track, snowmobile, but ice racing. Um, but you now have got quite the vintage collection, I hear. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I got some uh, kind of buy sleds, and I forget to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they stack up. So how many sleds have you forgot to sell? <laughs> well... Probably Too five many. or six. Forgot to yeah. sell. Okay, so is that how many sleds you own? Five or six? Oh, uh, well, that's the ones I've kept. You ever notice he always starts it with, oh, well. well yeah. Let me, <laughs> do I want to tell you the truth? Uh, let's think here. Are these I have ones a quonset out back yeah. full of sleds. Yeah. Are these yeah. ones she knows about or are they ones yeah. she doesn't yeah. know about? My so, race car shop is getting very tight in there. Yeah. So yeah. That's any indication. That's how, how, it goes. how many do you have? Uh, about 25. Holy. Yeah. Uh, what's your the collection? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite brand? Uh, Articat. Oh, that's a guy there. How about that? <laughs> full of shop, full of ditch pickles. Gotta love it. <laughs> when you when you think about all your sleds, um, maybe there's a lot of people out there that know don't know as much about snowmobiles as they do racing cars. But um, what would you say is your most prized possession as far as vintage snowmobiles? Uh, I'm pretty in love with the 81 LT Gray. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Last year they made them. Uh huh. It's a nice sled, fast and yeah. Nice. Uh, I think the last one I ever raced was uh, eighty-eight or eighty-nine LT Grays at five thousand and a six thousand. But you have a couple of seventy-one EXT specials too, don't you? Yes. Yep. yep. How many? 
uh, just two. You ever going to forget about maybe selling one of those or not selling one of those? Because uh, that's what I first started racing was a 71 EXT. There you go. Um, I actually had three of them uh, sitting at my dad's place. We were going to make two good ones out of the three we had left. This was just a few years ago, and that kind of went down the drain. But, man, I'd love to get one. Uh, my problem is with those are pretty small sleds, and I don't right. bend like I used to. And uh, I finally figured out when I turned 50 why I'm having all these back surgeries. It was from pounding the crap out of my body with those uh, suspensions. Not very good. But I'm, I'm dying to get out there and, and check out your, your collection. Anytime. Oh, man. Uh, now that's all I'm going to be thinking about, <clears throat> snowmobiles. Uh, take a quick break here. Uh, if you want continuous protection to any indoor space, tell you what, contact Pyramus Total Indoor Environment Protection. Uh, their multifaceted process uses advanced technologies to destroy contaminants in the air and on surfaces. You know, Pyramus can protect homes, classrooms, fitness clubs, clinics, retail stores, hotels, child care centers, bars like across the hall and more. You know, this is the apex of indoor environment protection, destroying surface and airborne microbes, you know, including viruses, uh, your bacteria, mold, fungi, allergens, and odors. And Active Pure is an FDA-tested and approved technology to reduce and eliminate SARS and COV2. Now, COV2, you know, that's the virus that causes COVID-19. Well, Grand Fork's best source, now protected by Pure Mist. Uh, shouldn't you protect yourself, too? Call Chad at 763-229-7969 or go to puremistcode.com. You'll have protection of every second of every day, 365 days a year. Pure Mist Total Indoor Environment Protection, clean spaces, healthy people. And listen tomorrow, folks, to Grand Fork's Best Source, our 11 o'clock show. Somebody's going to win the Eris Guardian Angel Purifier, uh, worth a lot of money and uh, help keep you healthy, too. Uh, here we go back on a dirty Thursday. Uh, Bullring boy Chad Hoff in the studio, Jordan and Dave Adams. Yes. <clears throat> um, Jordan, what was your favorite moment racing? Do you have one? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, first win in Greenbush in 2014, I think it was. Um, that was only my third year racing, I believe. Oh. So that night was kind of a disaster from the get go. We showed up and it rained really hard and hailed for 45 minutes and Oof. we were in the pits of course we figured that night was over so we were kind of getting ready to leave and they came around and said we're racing so we hung out and i think we did hot laps about 9 30 or so and <laughs> ended up winning i think it was well after midnight and uh bigger part of the story my mom was just in remission from cancer so that one i'll i'll always remember and probably be my most favorite one of all time. Oh, for sure. Double <clears throat> pack right there. That's yeah, no amazing. kidding. You no kidding. Um, you ever notice, um, <clears throat> and, and if you could think of somebody, uh, when it comes to the Nosa Sprint cars, it seems like most guys don't get their first win at River City Speedway. I don't know if I can think of anybody that got their first win, um, but River City is, is a tough place to win, isn't it? It's uh you need all the stars to align, and I haven't found that yet. So. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> very tough. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been in one of those wrecks where it just rung your bell for like a week? Oh, yeah. Uh, September 2017. Um, I was in a pretty good one down the front stretch and went to the hospital, got checked out for a couple hours, had a concussion, uh, was laid up for about a month, actually. Mm-hmm. Eyes were, were pooled with blood. and Yeah, I remember that. It was a pretty nasty one. Um, <clears throat> Other than that, I've, I've been pretty fortunate. I've had a few here and there, but that's uh, the one that takes the cake so far. 
Dave, you ever witnessed one of those where you think, ah, what was I thinking when I bought this kid a sprint car how many years ago or or not? Yeah, that, that wreck you talked about was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could talk about being a car owner or, or a crew guy, uh, but when you throw the dad in there, it's kind of a different deal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was having second thoughts after that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the wife have to say? Uh, the same. Yeah. <laughs> the same. <laughs> the same. That, that's about enough of that show. All right, right next right. on next one here. Uh, we'll, we'll get that for a little bit. When you look back at your race season, you're in 2020, and you made the trek to Houston's, to Houston's, excuse me. How was that for you that weekend? Racing there with the World of Outlaws. You, rest, you know, got to race with Kyle Larson a couple weekends. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good bucket list thing to do here. Not only, you, you, not only to be at Houston's, but open it up again in 2020 with the World of Outlaws. Talk about that. Yeah, so I think that was the most fun trip we had this year. Um, you know, our 2020 year wasn't great by any means. We struggled right. kind of all year. Um, but just going down there, um, seeing a new track, uh, different faces, it's uh, it was really fun being there. We actually got to pit next to Kyle Larson both nights, so that was interesting. They do not touch their car much. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, our car's on the jack, we're changing stuff, and they're... They pretty much leave it all night. And, right. Yeah, isn't that funny how he, he gets yeah. away with that? It's like he just pulls it in and, ah, just yeah, leave it. We're good. Yeah, I'll, polish I'll, it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, polish it a lot. I'll figure that out. You know, I know for, for, for me, well, I was coming back from Devil's Lake and we watched Dirt Vision coming back, you know, and, and when you see somebody on TV that you know, it, it just, I light up. It's like, I know that guy. All right. <laughs> there's Jordan's car again. Yeah. You know? All right. Good job. You know, I'm a, you're, you, I turn into a you turn into a coach. Sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh come on, Jordan, don't run there. Come on, move here. <laughs> Just like so, I I thought it was really cool, and, and I appreciate you guys going down there and doing that, and and you you see those guys, you know, Tim Essenson, you and you're going down there and trying to compete and be the big dogs, and I think that's going to be new, do nothing but make your experience. And, and the ability of what you can do yearly is going to just grow phenomenally. So yeah. if you keep on you keep on working on that, you're going to see Jordan Adams and, and Victory Lane come mm-hmm. and talk to me several times. I can promise you that. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I, always, I always say, you know, I mean, you're only as good as your your competition you race against. Amen, and brother. Going down there, that's a another new league. They've got some really good talent down there. So, and uh, we're going to talk more about Houston's in a minute. When we were talking about your bad wreck and how you think and and uh, how City Joe thinks, well. City Joe thinks mom thinks it all the time. Mom thinks it all the time. Uh, Christina, awesome. Great to see Jordan and Dave on the show. Uh, Jack watching. Tori, hey, Jordan and Dave. John, is there a driver that you raced against that was most memorable? Ooh, good question. Mm. Uh, you know, it's fun racing against the outlaws. Um I was a really big Sammy Swindell fan, and I think I got to race against him a few times. Um, Kyle Larson, uh, obviously, we'll see how his dirt schedule is mm-hmm. the next couple of years. But um, I mean, local guys. I wish I could have raced with Pat Miller and yeah, yeah, that, that that was some pretty good times back in the day there. Yeah, racing with Mark Dobmeyer, um, always looked up to him. So it's fun, to, fun racing there. Um, I got a lot of people that. You know, mm-hmm. give everybody credit that the races, boys, girls, it's it's tough. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. That's for sure. Um, Stephen Young says uh, he wants to ask Dave about the time he ran the 13 car. 
I think we hit on it a little bit, but uh, he must have been just waking up. He's over there in Vegas at the duel in the desert. Oh, so. that's right. He's, uh, yeah. he's probably laying by the pool in his speedos. Lord help us all if he is, because <laughs> that guy, uh, he'd probably clear the whole pool out. Everybody would be like, I'm done. We're done. It's Not like, enough beer is going to make me get there. I tell it's you. like, you're so white, you're almost yeah. blue. Yeah. God, are these Oakleys? I need to get a more expensive pair of sunglasses. It's way too bright out here. <laughs> um, but how fun was it, Dave, running that car for a while? Yeah, it was great. It was a best time ever, probably. I mean, did, was it really that fun, or were the nerves so bad that maybe you didn't get to enjoy it as much, or did they get better? Uh, there were some nerves, uh, absolutely, but uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, you know, it's experience uh, like nothing you've ever drove on before. It's, uh, right. you know, the po- power and the handling is just there's nothing else like it. And, mm-hmm. the, and the respect. Right. I, I mean, the respect for you get, let a guy come into your car that I, I don't know if it's going to wreck or not, but here, go drive my car. Yeah. I mean, that must have been pretty cool to have experienced that, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the closest I've ever got to actually driving a sprint car was uh, Mark Dobmeyer. Dobmeyer, you know, built a, a simulator with that car he wrecked out in Mandan. And uh, I think I turned about 20, maybe 25 laps at uh, Knoxville uh, here about a month ago. And I did click off like five good laps where I didn't let off on the gas one time. But the other probably 20 laps, I was bouncing off the wall. Um, I actually had some black and blue marks on, on, from the race seat. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. It's like two days later, I got these sore spots. And I'm like, Jesus, what happened there? It looks like I got drilled by a softball or something. And then you I wa- figured out it was from the race seat. You watch Roberts in there in that race. That, 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 he's all getting into that turn. turn. <laughs> no, wonder he's got, no wonder he's got bruises. Yeah. Uh, according to Heather, Stephen got done at three R time, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I, I woke up, I took a piss that time. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to be back. Okay. Hey, Tommy Corcoran, thanks for watching. Um, you know, I know you, you weren't too happy with the 2020 season, Jordan. Um, I know you had a couple of down weeks. Um, I had asked you once, I think, you know, um, hey, what's it looking like for next year? And and I actually had the vibe there for, for a minute or two that um, maybe you were going to step away for a while. Uh, I know with the new house and things like that, um, racing takes such a lot out of your time. But um, you're going to be back this year. I will be back. Um, how much is to be determined yet? Mm-hmm. Um, I like how he looks over his dad when he says Yeah, that. what are we doing? <laughs> uh, Q coming back made a really big factor of, of racing again. Uh, I really enjoy going there. It's right. Of, you know, it's right there with River Cities. It's a really fun track to race. Um, so that made a big uh, decision in coming back, and I'm hoping to be there quite a bit, if uh, not weekly. So we'll see. Um, you know, I've never been to Houston's. Uh, I can't wait to go down there. I want to get down there this season, but, uh, big deal. Nosa is going to be down there. How many times this year? It's like eight times or something. Eight, yeah. Something like that, yeah. I mean, and you know what, uh, you think about it, it what is it about a five hour drive? Yeah. Something like that to get yeah. there. Not too bad. I, I would imagine is that a farther drive than like if you'd go to Mandan or, or places like that, or is it about the same? It's a little um, bit longer. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, half yeah. an hour or so. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, oh, boy, you better talk to your to Abby because uh, she's asking, uh, when am I going to hot lap your car? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. Probably never. And that's my choice. Uh, Paula wants to ask Jordan where the fish bowls are at. 
What's that supposed to mean? I don't know about that. Okay. Well, Dave's oh, laughing, Dave's so laughing. I, I'm thinking you're you're maybe pulling my chain a little bit. What's this Jordan's about the fish not bowls? Bringing it up at all? That's a man down weekend that yeah. probably won't be talked about. So. Well, it's now you pretty much have to. You said you started something. I mean, I can have him comment on here. What is he talking about? And Paula says right away, Mandan. Yeah, yeah. She- the hotel we stayed at in Mandan had fish bowls and. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was the first night we raced or the second night, but it was a, a good time, and I think our fishbowl got refilled a couple times. Yeah, well, yeah. according to Amanda, she said it's been a while since I've seen him with one, so um, I'm guessing they did get filled a few times. Uh, Tori says, seeing me is why Jordan is racing again. <laughs> I bet you he's catching some good rays right now. Yeah, yeah that's down in Florida. We miss you up here, Tori. Yeah. Man. Um, okay. So we got this year figured out, um, you're going to keep pretty much the same people on the car. You got new sponsors, anything lined up yet, or you really haven't seriously thought about it? Uh, the process has started. Um, home of economy is returning as our primary, which is huge. good. Good guys. That's awesome. They are awesome, awesome to work guys. with. I've been totally blessed to, to be able to work with them. Um, other than that, uh, haven't gotten too far down the line um you know it's a little tough to to find new ones right now with everything going on mm-hmm. in the world but budgets are, are kind of tightening so we'll uh we'll see what happens and make now you've got. been pretty lucky to have home of economy on your car for a while but um say last year with all this covid crap was it hard for you to find new sponsors or, or was it hard was it hard for you to go out and even ask it was I mean, tough, even to, yeah you'd be like god with everything going on do i go out there and do i talk to these people I, right I, you know that's you the need tough. to talk for at least a minute here at least a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I, where he's going <laughs> it was tough last year uh i can't remember i might be forgetting but i don't think i brought anyone new on the car last year Car looked pretty similar to what you had the year prior. Yeah, I mean, but that's just the, the whole thing with the pandemic, and and you know exactly what's going on. But with Vi, you know, Visa, you have, you know, obviously budgets. Everybody's th- you know sitting down and stuff. And the hardest part about going and talking to people is asking them for money when you know it's not the best year for that. So, especially when you have somebody like Home Economy coming in and be like, you know what, Jordan, we got your back. We're on you, man. No worries. That's a good like a that's a pressure. That's a stress reliever. That's kind of gone. Because, you know, that's a good supporter that you have, and they're all over your car. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's been awesome to work with them, and they're great people all around there. I've gotten to meet a lot of their employees. Um, we were there one time for – we had the car there, and they had Bruce Mitchell. I think he's on Swamp People. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I was there. That was – Yeah. We were eating some smoked gator. Yeah. <laughs> Suspenders. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Overalls. Overalls, yeah. yeah. Got to meet him and his wife, Janet, and that was really cool. You know, that's something that, that wouldn't have happened if we weren't in the, the racing world, I guess. But, right. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, that's one thing that people don't realize when it comes to uh, – well, say you look at your car, the home of economy car uh, is what most people call it. But there are things that you do as a race car driver to kind of pay them back and, and loading up and bringing it to Home of Economy for some of their big events because they have stuff going on all the time. And you've had your car there more than one time. Um, that's just all part of the game, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, my biggest approach, you know, is what can I bring to your business? It's not, hey, can I have a check? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Cash? Right. Um, you know, it's it's a lot easier for them to to say yes if you're uh 
you know, going to put them on your T-shirts if you're mm-hmm. going to put a sticker on the car or on your hero cards, stuff like that. So. Right. And, and it helps, too, that you do the travel and you make your presence known. You go to Mandan, you know, you Devil's Lake. You, um, Minot's schedule is kind of coinciding with something else, other race this year. But, you know, the, those are all places that home economy has presence in. Right. And so that that's a big thing when people go to that race. They see that. So, yep. But oh, I'm looking at some texts. Uh, apparently, according to Amanda Joe, there are pictures from Mandan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Casey's watching Austin Hunter. Man, we miss having him down here. What's uh, up, Austin? He, he wants to know, Jordan, ever want to race anything other than a sprint car? I've thought about this quite a bit. Uh, if, uh, if I had an opportunity for asphalt, I would definitely give that a try. Okay. Um, I was going to stay on dirt. Especially around here, I think right. late models are, are mods. Mm-hmm. Um, late models, their group is so awesome. I yeah, think. they are. I they have are. a lot of fun with them. Uh, yeah. And they're really competitive. So I don't know if I'd want to get into that, mm-hmm. I guess. But Well, you know, uh, when you look at it, um, I, I mean, I know how costly it is. Well, I don't, but I do. I've heard. Um, yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you look at some of these late model guys. Look at Tommy Corcoran. Yeah. Uh, low budget. Still wins races by himself. Yeah, and and uh, these motors, it seems like they last those guys quite a long time, right? Uh, without having to do a lot of work to them, which is good. But um, asphalt would be kind of a different deal. Uh, yeah. That would be that would be fun. Would it be like a- asphalt oval track, or would like a road courses, or what? What would what would tickle your fancy? I would do oval. I think you would do oval. I, yeah. All right. That'd be my. I, I don't foresee it happening, but that's my, my other dream, yeah, I guess. Your dad's, like, head, your he- dad's head is spinning over there. You're going to have to sell them snowcats. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, what the hell is this kid trying to do to me here? Damn it, I'm trying to retire. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, Paula seems to think Jordan needs to get John and Chad different sweatshirts. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to get a hold of the River City Speedway or something. Uh, great question. was thinking about this one, too. Um, Derek, I uh, have to always a sharp-looking car. Uh, um, oh, Stephen Young says there's many pictures from Mandan. Perry Dobmeyer watching. Ross Cummins is watching. Don't you wish that cameras and stuff like that wasn't around and you're being dumb? Yeah. Yeah. Cameras, I get, cameras should have been put away at that time. Yeah. I get the same. <laughs> I used to play softball back in the day. I say back in the day because I'm really old. No, I'm not really old at all. But I, I play softball. And there's pictures still going around with me wearing a wig and all this other stuff. Those things I could wish I could forget. But then <laughs> there's never going to be able to forget those with pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the fishbowl made it out into the parking lot. Oh, <clears throat> really? Yeah. yeah, we had to buy it. You had to yeah. buy it. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, it got filled up in the, from the cooler. A couple then, of you had, then you had to buy it. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of fishbowls, our fish galaxy over there, I think she's seen her, he's seen her better days. We got a fishbowl here, Jordan. Stay away from it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's not clean. The fish won't even eat That's what's in there. Clean. <laughs> Needs a little alcohol in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys, I want you to tell me, uh, typical week. Um, I know your travel schedule isn't quite as busy as some of the other guys, but uh, when do you start working on the car? I'm going to ask you first, Dave. Uh, usually Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually get everything, most everything done in a night. Right. Yeah. And then you can park it in the trailer. Everything's clean. Everything's ready to go. Yeah. And then uh, you're usually, are you usually the guy that ends up bringing things into town or? That's correct. Yeah. 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 It's like a good dad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, how many else, how many other people help you uh, on the 20A car? Uh, as many as we can get. Yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever yeah. can be on board that night. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they drive by, see somebody standing there. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 
We need help. <laughs> yeah, we got about three guys that come as much as they can, and that's a good thing. And that's the, that's the awesome thing to have. You got a consistent crew, but right. obviously work schedules and everything else kind of getting intertwined, and it's yeah. tough to have the whole crew at the same time. So yeah, This year, the some of the guys couldn't go out of town because of the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. Put a damper on things, but yeah. Yeah, COVID. Let's not start talking about that. No, right. no. I mean, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it. But, but I mean, it's real. It's out there, and, and it's something we all got to deal with. And, and we're hoping to be done by this next year. Well, I was kind of hoping it would be done when the election was done, right. but uh, it looks like this could be dragging on for a while too. Right. Um, do you guys? Do you want to talk about your new venture? I, I mean, we might as well plug it now if, <laughs> if you guys are willing to. Um, I don't stop there very often. I do once in a while, maybe on our way to Fargo and back. But uh, the bar in Reynolds, the Beehive, uh, closed down. And I would imagine if I lived in Reynolds, that would be crushing to me. I mean, it would be. Oh, I, for I, any I, local person in that area, it'd be crushing if a bar closed down. You know, and damn well, every every little town should have a bar yep. and a mail. Yep. And a uh, post office. That's yep. about and, a mail. Yeah. Yeah, and a mail. <laughs> and a yeah. mail. Hopefully the mail's not working <laughs> in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went up to a t- Speaking of mail, now we're getting off subject, but no, I went up to a town up in north, uh, probably closer to Canada, a town called Hannah. In that town... They had the post office, which was connected to the bar and the diner. It was like all wow. right. <laughs> That's like brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so if you, you want to send a drunken letter to somebody and go over and send the letter and go over and have a beer and then drink and then eat afterwards. Yeah. Or it's yeah, like, it's hey, just, could, could, I get a, could I get a brandy water? Uh, wait, I got to go mail this package first. Yeah. I'll be right back with you. I got to get my weight real quick. Hold on one second. So new owners now, uh, and it's apparently you guys, right? Uh, not me. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's all you. Uh, there's multiple of us in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just one of them. <laughs> um, I think that's awesome, though, that you're doing, dude. So don't be shy to talk about it. Yeah, you, I mean, reject- I'm going to give you a chance here to plug yeah. this thing because I, I, I know talking to you. Uh, you're putting life back into this place, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and especially your hometown roots. Um, you know, every bar's got their regulars and plus some more. Um, yeah. Everybody needs a place to hang out. Uh, I know it's a farming community. Uh, you work a day out in the fields, you come in all dusty and dirty. There's nothing better than having a nice cold brew and uh, talking to your friends. Uh, some you, you need a place to gather in these small towns that's not the post office because, well, for some reason, post offices just aren't that fun to hang around with. <laughs> I don't see that. And, I don't and, see that being a hot spot. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you never know. I might see my picture in there, too, so that, yeah. that's something that, that bothers me. But a lot of work going into this. Um, it needed some repair. Uh, and, and tell us a little bit about how this is all going. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we, we could have just opened the doors right away. Um, we've just decided to give it a different vibe. Um, and with all the paperwork and stuff to uh, get changed over and everything, we just decided to close and do some of those um, upgrades or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Just, it's going to look different in there, and that's, you know, what, what are you going to do differently in there? Are you going to put it more like to a theme? Or are you going to put no, like I was a, just going to ask you that a racing theme in there? You're going to throw some door panels on the wall, or I don't think a, so. I there's, think a gonna, there's a spot. There's a spot in Velva that has that uh, has door panels everywhere. Sure, and it's and it's an amazing little place to walk in there, and you're like, holy crap! They have like a checkered board, and it's just so cool. Uh, Finish Line Brewery or uh, mm-hmm. Finish Line Burgers and Brews in Velva. Um, they have theirs. That's just so neat. Uh, but the only thing is now you got to. 
Oh, I don't know if I'd class it up too much. Ryan, would you want to class that place up too much in Reynolds, North Dakota? <laughs> I would. You would? <laughs> I would. Hell yeah. yeah. You class yourself over the pair of glasses. So wow, you're- <laughs> just to make my head look smaller. Yeah. It's, it's been a fun venture. That's um, awesome. 99% of my free time has been spent there since harvest finished. So. Oh, throwing a little deer hunting in there. Yeah, that's the other 1%. Um, <laughs> the other 1%. There's not much time to do anything else. So now else, we're at 101%? But, yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right. But, um yeah it's a it's been a fun process um the old owners were huge supporters of my race team um so i I know them very well and they've been very helpful Um, Uh, dude congratulations man that's so cool i'm excited uh whenever we get there yeah (laughs) uh make sure you give us a little bit of a heads up before you open uh and we're gonna throw it out there for you uh to get some people in there and uh maybe we'll even make a trip up there can we we bring cameras absolutely 100 percent. okay that's just so cool and reynolds is not that far away to go out and have some fun and and be responsible for the way back you know that's just that's pretty cool i'll be driving back so (laughs) are you gonna keep the same name it is yes okay now the big question is are there going to be fish bowls in fish brews (laughs) You can have the fish. I don't oh, know. you should totally do a drink in a fish bowl. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can buy those glasses at you know the dollar spot or something. Just mm. a little tiny, you know, and put a gummy worm in there or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, that'd be um, good. Heather says, when we owned the bar in Michigan, the bank was across the hallway, the salon was next door, the post office was down the hall. You could deposit your check, get a haircut, then come in for a bump. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Coming for a bump. Uh, Brandy says, congrats, Jordan. Uh, Amanda Joe, great show today. Hey, Paul, Brandy. there won't be any profit then if there's fish bowls, I'm guessing, <laughs> is what she's talking about. Yeah. Um, y'all basically ready to go for 2021? Uh, no. No? Nope. <laughs> are you going to change? Like we, we see a lot as announcers when you guys go through the, the winter and then you look at your car. and Are you going to change the, the look on the car? It, it, I'm telling you right now, it sucks for us, but it'd be good for you guys. Uh, just to, you know, I don't know if you're going to change it or not. For us, it's so easy because we know what the car looks like that yep. year. We know what you know. So when you're coming out in 2021, like oh, there's 28 home economy Jordan Adams. Otherwise, people come out in this bright pink or like who the hell is that car? Oh, hey, you know, are you guys going to look at changing anything drastically to that that machine this winter? Oh yeah, it'll be different again. Oh, all right, because <laughs> you're one of those guys that kind of likes change. I do like change. Um, I think it's boring to uh, mm-hmm. have the same car year after year. So that's yeah, a, I mean, I could see it for it, everyone that does it. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> change it up, <laughs> move it around, man. Yeah. I could Who? see if you had like Dupont or or some big fishbowl manufacturing company with you every single year. The cars oh. kind of stay the same. But there we go, L fans out there, let's get Jordan a, a sponsorship of some fishbowl companies. And um, <laughs> you talk about that we don't like change. I don't at the beginning of the year because it's hard. It's hard right away. But uh, it's also probably my favorite. One of my favorite races of the year is opening night because then you get to see the guys that did make the changes. Right. And and then you try to compare them to what they have the year before and the year yeah. before because there's guys that switch it up all the time. There's guys that keep it the same all the time, basically, right. with a little bit of a tweak here or there. But um, I'm looking forward to to seeing what the new car is going to look like. Uh, I think it's going to be great. Uh, oh, and you could uh, go to the library and the grocery store. They were trying to open a car audio shop when we were on our way out the door. Um <laughs> Jesus. Terry Blacklands, how hey, come Terry? the grocery getter photo is so small on the wall? You we're trying to get them bigger. You were here when we made those pictures. Yeah, he must be able to see it in the camera back there. Let's see. Well, I don't know. 
It is pretty. Yeah, tiny it is a little bit there. small. Terry, we'll, we'll work on getting some bigger ones. So, uh, when you look at your car for 2021, okay, I just got to ask the question: you gonna you gonna stick with black, or you gonna go that that outline lime green kind of look? You gonna go straight lime green? What's your when you look? Because obviously we want to change. It's like me and pickups. I gotta change every three years because I drive and it gets boring. So then I, I go, you know, lease or buy a new one. When you look at changing aspects of your car, do you want to change the color? I mean, what are you going to do big time to that? Home economy obviously going to be red on the wing, bigger than hell, but what else is going to be different on that car? Yeah. Like, do you know? Gonna, is it, or is it not, just a... Yeah, not really. Um, we've tossed around some ideas. Sit down, at the, sit down at the race shop, look at it, drink some beer, be like, what yeah. do you think, Dad? Can we change that? Huh? Fully anticipating changing the colors. Um, oh, that's going to be awesome. We've done the, the bright green and blue now, and... We had two rough years, so who who does up? Uh, <laughs> time to switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> who who does the rap for you? Um, so last year we went through uh, Octane Inc. In, mm-hmm. down in South Dakota. And oh, Blaine Durward and Company. Yep, yeah, yep. I used to work with Blaine up here. Um, and Good then, man. Yeah, definitely talented. Yes. Um, and then uh, I had uh, Eric and Brady um, with Rare Inc. install the wrap. So. Mm-hmm. Worked out good. They just uh, shipped it up here in a box and unrolled yeah. it, and the boys went to work. And, and now everybody out there is jumping on this uh, new car change-up oh, yeah. bandwagon. Look at Amanda. Uh, new car means new apparel, John. Yeah, Bob do so great. Jordan will need new pictures. <laughs> keeping everyone happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's trying to keep the small community keep alive. Yeah, that's yeah. all he's doing. John says flex fit hats. Um, <laughs> Uh, I do, and I'm glad Paula texted us this because this is something I wanted to mention to you or bring yeah. up, and, and I forgot all about it. But uh, the 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 picture with the Adams family picture on the wing, how the hell did you ever come up with that? Because I thought it was brilliant. I thought that was so cool. Whose idea was that? Yeah, it was mine. Uh, it was supposed to be a surprise. Um, they didn't really know too much about it until the stickers started showing up in the shop but <laughs> that picture is from a while back i don't even know we used to have a haunted house in reynolds and that's uh mm-hmm. we, were, we were dressed in character there <laughs> for the night um but it was just uh you know something to incorporate fun into our race car we're a family-based team so right. so not, it's not like i have someone telling me what i can or can't right. put on there um so what dad what dad think of that when he saw that picture what do you think that uh, was pretty crazy yeah <laughs> Look what he's doing now. Okay, so Cindy Joe says, funny story about that pic. I made them take a photo before school one morning, so they all had the crabby faces for the Adams family photo, and and I thought that's what made the picture was, I mean, he looked like the damn Adams family. Uh, Well, you are the Adams family. Uh, When when we talk about the Adams family and and a family-run team, uh, you guys are busy. I mean, I remember this summer I uh, ran into the majority of the Adams family. Uh, you had just got done, I don't know, barrel racing or doing something. But uh, Dave, uh, with with your kids, uh, your daughter, she's into the barrel racing and things like that. And doesn't right. she work a lot with horses? Yeah, every day. Yeah, and, and that's her job. Right, right. And, and so you're on the road a lot with the kids, aren't you? Right, yeah. And that's it's uh, more now than high school, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> and, and I'm guessing the one good thing is, though, that um, you don't have to change oil on a horse. Right, right. And and <laughs> I'm guessing they're maybe a little cheaper to run than a sprint car. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, yeah. I, I think I think a maintenance wise could be about the same if you break it down over the year, wouldn't it be? I'd rather change oil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you ever into the horses, Jordan? 
Uh, no. No? I've rode a few times. Um, my mom has one at our house. My sister has one. And I, I've rode a few times, but they they scare me. So I'm yeah. not all about that. That's a big animal with a brain that yeah. can really kick the hell out of you if they right. wanted to. Yeah. We, we were chasing. Okay, so I had horses back in Montana. And I had one that got into the fence. So I was, you know, vetting his foot, his hoof down. My girlfriend at the time, now my wife, was out there with me, and I said, "We gotta chase down Confetta. We gotta get his hoof taken care of. So we gotta go down there. You gotta go with me." And I got the halter with me in the in the bucket of green, sitting there and just chilling. He didn't want to come. He knew what was going on. And so when you, t- when you talk about horses scaring you, I had my wife Brittany at the time, probably 105, 110 pounds. Um, I said, "Just sit there and wave your hand. So come right to me." And that damn horse went like that far away from her face. And she's like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> and then my mom's up yelling at me. Did you have her stand there? Yeah, I'll just try to get him to come to me. <laughs> so they don't, they, yeah, they're, they're a scary animal if you don't know how to control those things. That's right, for sure. Right. Yeah, they're, um, my neighbors have horses. I, I used to ride a little bit when I was a kid. Actually, back in Thief River when I was growing up, uh, there was places that you could just go and they'd rent you a horse. And you could just go. I mean, yeah. it wasn't fenced in or anything. Yeah. Go, we'd be back here about 3 o'clock or so, you know, yeah. and, and we would go. That's awesome. Um, Brock, uh, oh, Bree says, uh, love that pick. Keep it on the car. She's talking about the Adams Family one. Travis Strandell is watching. And uh, Travis, by the way, we want to do a rookie show coming up. I uh, will be reaching out to you. Uh, let's see. And Nathan says, you don't feed the car when you don't run it. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. I suppose yeah, it doesn't cost you that, fuel. That it makes co- sense. Yeah, you don't know maintenance involved. You just yeah, leave it in the trailer, <laughs> and, and you don't usually have to pick up with a shovel after a race car, which is, I would think, a plus. That'd be a plus. That'd be a plus. <laughs> um, you get rid of twenty twenty. Your thoughts for the upcoming season? Uh, I'm excited, uh, optimistic. Um, like I said, we I think we probably came off our worst year we've had. So, well, you know uh, the the thing is too with with racing, there is so much luck involved too. I mean, I know you need skill, I know you need good equipment, I know you need all that, and you have all that. But sometimes, I mean, it could be what pill you draw. I mean, it could be where you start. It could be somebody's spinning out in front of you i mean there's so much luck involved all the cards gotta kind of fall into place at the right time and the right place and and how hard is it you know i know 2020 was a tough year for you but how hard is it to just put that away and not think about it it's already done <laughs> well, that's a great answer uh you know racing is mentally really tough on a guy especially you know when things aren't going your way but um it's over and done with now, and there's nothing you can do about it. So uh, really looking forward to next year, um, hopefully expecting better things out of our, our team. But we'll, uh, we'll see what happens and take every day with a uh, little grain of salt, I guess. Has NOSA released their full schedule yet for the year, do you know? I don't believe so. so. Okay, okay. So we're just all kind of waiting to see what happens, and then you kind of go from there. Do you set your schedule at the beginning of the year usually, or do you just kind of go with the flow? Um, usually just go with the flow. Uh, we'll see this here. Um, for sure plan on running Fridays and we'll see what the notes of schedule looks like. And I really want to hit a lot of Sunday shows in Sioux Falls. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it all works out, I guess. Okay. Uh, let's see. James says, what is Jordan's favorite track to run in North Dakota? Mm. <laughs> River City Speedway is so tough to beat. Um, that's a fun one. Devil's Lake is, is racy all the time, too, when we're there. You can run the top or bottom. 
Um, I'd say those two tracks are probably my, my most favorite um, around here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right, who's all going to be on your car this year? Any idea? Or thank your sponsors from last year. Yeah, I got uh, a lot to thank from last year. Um, Home of Economy, uh, Nostad Acres. Uh, I'm going to whip out my phone because... That's what you should do. You should have your list. Yeah, hey, honestly, let me whip out my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I got Mallory Britton with Aflac and, and Kyle, um, DeKalb Seed, Tony Anderson Construction, American Crystal Sugar, uh, Countryside Insurance, RML Trading, Valley United, Susvanderhof, Weber Meats, Outsider Entertainment, Stenvold Egg. Nedum Seeds, the Beehive, Elite Pole Buildings. I might be forgetting a few, but that's my my list I got. So, yeah. uh, Nostad Acres, cool place, great people. Uh, my son, I believe, actually had the first big wedding there with a band and everything else. But uh, what a phenomenal place! And uh, you know, one of these days, I'm going to get Nostad on this show too because uh, seems like he's starting. He was starting to show up a little bit more towards the end of last season. I know they're busy and all that, but. Uh, uh, it's so good uh, when you got a great group like that uh, all over your car. Uh, it takes, I know, a little less worry or a little less out of the pocketbook anyway. But um, I was thinking with some of these, do you do like trade outs like we do? Like first thing I thought, Weber meets. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> OK, I'll trade you. I'll put your sticker on the car. But I want um, do you ever work anything things out like that? Because, I mean, I know you guys go through how many quarts of oil a week, you know, Um synthetic which is not cheap i mean what's it cost you probably 100 some plus dollars every oil change uh do you do things like that as a race car driver or do you strictly just buy everything and then just put gets your sponsors and put them on the car uh we do a little bit trade in trade out here and there um not too much though Mm -hmm. Um, i'm guessing the beehive is going to be on the car I hope so. <laughs> you got to talk to the he's, right people, or what? Talk to he's he, he's one of the one of the owners of many, so he's got to make sure to get approval from everybody. There'll probably be a sticker on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. It's paid for though. <laughs> <laughs> That's good news. Um, I know, Dave. You talked about possibly having a, maybe a vintage sled run uh, this year up up in Reynolds, yeah. and uh, how hard is that going to be to put together? Uh, it takes a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. We're working on it right now, and. Uh, um, if it comes about, we'll <clears throat> probably have you out for the day. Yeah, well, well I would absolutely love that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to being so stiff I can't hardly walk the next day. That'd that, be a good that's day. What I'd, that's what I'd really like to do. Yeah. Uh, Sunday. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, by the way, uh, at the Firecracker 400 this year out of Dobmeyer's, first time I'd ever been on one of those snow scoots. You know, he's got a whole bunch of them or whatever they're called. And uh, I did take the trophy home, by the way. First time I've ever been on one. Yeah. I uh, brought my vintage helmet. I brought some old gear. And, and it fit. And uh, I never got a chance to. He goes, come on, let's go. And I was in tennis shoes. I still had a beer in my hand. And he goes, here's the only rule. Follow me and you cannot drop your beer. Can't spill your beer. Yeah. Never been on this track. I'd made it about, I might have made it as far as three quarters of a lap. And oh, I cased her. <laughs> um, every orifice in my body was packed with snow. You just lay there because it was colder. Just just lay there. <laughs> it took me a while to get up, Ugh. but I did not spill a drop. Really? Oh yeah, I did the whole, the whole way. time. It was like an avalanche with just the beer can still <laughs> sticking out of the snow. <laughs> and I, I took the hardware home. So yeah. and it's sitting in my garage. That's a good day. I display it proudly. <laughs> 
Uh, Jordan and Dave Adams, thank you guys you for guys coming are awesome. on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, keep in touch. We want to be there when the Beehive opens up. Uh, I want to go out there and check out those sleds. I'd like, love to be there for the vintage ride. Right Chad Hoff, man, great having you back in the studio. It's so uh, not the Bullring Boys when it's just a Bullring Boy. <laughs> so thanks for making it in today. I know it's I tough for you it. with your schedule and everything. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see, Jared, thanks for always letting the kids get into your car. It's a highlight for them. And, and, and how cool is that at the end of the night when you do that, when the kids want to get in your car and you can see the look on their face? Yeah. I mean, do you ever think that was me at one time? Oh, absolutely. That was me. Uh, I was probably all over Mark Dobmeyer's stuff, but um, it's awesome. You know, you're probably looking at the next generation of, of racers somewhere in there. So um, good or bad nights, it uh, always puts a smile on the face. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet in the uh, dirt track racing world, and we got them in the studio today. Thanks again. Uh, Chad Hoff, Jordan Adams, Dave Adams, uh, you guys are incredible, and good luck in 2021. Good luck with that new venture, too. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, I, I can't wait to go check it out. Hey, we'd like to give a shout-out to Do So Photography, helping us bring you today's Dirty Thursday show. Still doing senior portraits, I think. Now, if you're a senior don't have those pictures done yet, don't you think you should get rolling on this? Also, family portraits, corporate pics, Christmas card pictures, I'm sure, are right around the corner. Maybe you could get, like, an Adams family picture. That'd be pretty cool. You want to find out more, go to Do So Photography or DoSoPhoto.com. Call them up, 218-230-4325. Heard a lot of talk about Mark Dobmeyer today. Well, you can check out his metal picture here on the Do So Photography Wall of Fame. And Terry and Aaron Blacklance will try to get you bigger pictures here as soon as we can. Uh, the Jordan Adams picture will be added to the Wall of Fame here very soon. Wow. Hey, folks, we'd like you to become a Podbean Premium subscriber. Chance to win some stuff. All you got to do is go to your Play Store, download Podbean, search GFBS, hit follow and buy premium, and you are all set. Also... We are now on Amazon Music. Tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast, and we're looking for your five-star reviews on Google, too. Hey, quick reminder, a chance for you to win the Eris Guardian Angel Purifier tomorrow, as we have got Chad from Pure Mist. He'll join us. Be watching for your chance to win. Have yourself a great Dirty Thursday, everybody, and make sure you like, share, and tag us. We're Grand Fork's best source, giving Grand Fork's an identity again.